welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today we're here to do a top 5 list for the uh, top 5 best PlayStation 2 games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today my co-host is Barry. How's it going? I'm good, thanks man. Glad to be here. Obviously it's been a hell of a long time since <laughs> I've been on here and that, but uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, good, good. Uh, so yeah, we've got top 5. I've got one honourable mention. I think that you've got one as well, is that right? Um, I've actually got a couple. Okay. Yeah, I mean, t- to be quite honest, there could have been about 50 honourable mentions because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I think this console had so many great games for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I want to bring up in terms of that, I mean, I've got one honourable mention and then a top five. Uh, so I was looking up my list yesterday and, you know, you've you got to look some of these games up just in case you miss a few here and there because we've got probably on our minds like okay these are the best games on this thing or whatever but uh just in terms of jogging the memory sort of thing uh it's it's good to look them up uh so i was looking up some of these games and within a few minutes of looking up particular playstation 2 games i think that the playstation 1's got a better library of games i mean i know obviously with the ps2 there were certain sequels to things like you've got silent hill that still lives on resident evil obviously things like metal gear solid sort of um as well but uh, i just think uh, i'd still stand by what i said in because we did a top five best ps1 games i still think at least in my lifetime probably I still think that's the best. It, that 90s era of PS1 games I still think is the best, at least that I've seen. I know there's obviously eras of games before my time. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't think the PS2 era is quite as strong as, as the PS1 era. Still some good games though. Um, what do you what do you think of that? Do you, do you agree or disagree? Uh, oh, I don't know. It's a tough one. I think both, both consoles were great. I think both consoles have a fantastic catalogue of games. With the PlayStation 2, we really did start to see more and more franchises being churned out at that point as well. Uh-huh. Um, it's a tough one because uh, the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation obviously was a huge success, a lot of great games. I remember being so goddamn excited for the PlayStation 2, though. Uh, Tekken Tag Tournament being the game that I bought with the console and mm. uh, obviously released in 2000. And... Uh, I don't know. The pl- it's a tough one. It's a tough one for me. I, I, I find it kind of in equal measure, personally. I think I love... I think some people do count either the PlayStation 1 or PlayStation 2 to be the best video game console of all time. Mm. Um, so I, I don't know. It's a, it, it's a real tough one for me. To me, it's almost a 50-50 between them two. Okay, interesting. I think the PS3 brought it back a lot more. And then I think the PS4 is very strong, and so far we've not quite really started the PS5 era. Uh, but we'll talk about the PS3 and the PS4 at a later time. Uh, let's get into this list for PS2. Um, so you've got a couple of honourable mentions, and I've got one. Uh, if you just list off your honourable mentions first, then I'll do my honourable mention, and then we'll go from five to one. Uh, so what are your uh, few honourable mentions? Okay. Uh, well, one of these was very close to getting in the top five, actually. I think it's a great game. It is on the PlayStation 4. They basically remastered it, and it's called Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, um, yeah. Great. I just remember being blown away by that game when it actually came out. Um, just, just, you know, such an epic scope to it. Obviously, you know, in this big world, and you travel around, and you, uh, you have to take down each of these colossuses, these giants, and just seeing these these creatures are like 50 60 times your size and it it just blew me away i think it's a great game 
Um, obviously, there's not that much in the way of narrative, but there's a huge kind of epic scope to it that mm, just just yeah. completely blew me away when it came out. And the other honourable mention, again, this was quite close to being in the top five. Um, I am actually quite a fan of this franchise for a couple of reasons, really, and that's Kingdom Hearts. I was very torn between Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts 2. And um, with Kingdom Hearts, um, Disney, I'm a huge Disney fan and I'm a Final Fantasy fan. And it's a blending of the two. Mm-hmm. And what I love is, you know, you get to, you know, your char- you're playing the character Sora from the, you know, the Final Fantasy universe. But you're going into these Disney worlds, be it Aladdin, be it the Lion King, Little Mermaid. Um, just great. The combat's a little chaotic and all that. You know, I wouldn't say the the game the gameplay's good. The gameplay's good. Yeah, it's not it, it's not brilliant, but again, just a soft spot. Final Fantasy, Disney, and I think overall it's a very good franchise. Admittedly, Kingdom Hearts three is a bit of a disappointment, um, but yeah, Kingdom Hearts the uh, Kingdom Hearts slash Kingdom Hearts two for me. Hmm. Cool. Was that your two uh, honourable mentions? They were, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I played. I played a little bit of Kingdom Hearts three. It wasn't quite for me. I did enjoy the. Uh, I made sure to get up to the Toy Story world because you know how much I care about Toy Story, and I I know I had to play that one. Um, yeah. So that was you know in Andy's room, all that kind of stuff. So that was cool. I don't remember much about the first two Final Fantasy games, and there's, there's of course all the weird numbered ones and all that sort of stuff. So it's never really a franchise that sort of grabbed me per se. Um, mm. With uh, Shadow of Colossus, yeah, I played that on PS4. I completely missed it on PS2 somehow. Um, yeah, really good. I, I get what you're saying in terms of the scale, like this massive world where you're sort of travelling to the next Colossi or whatever it is, and yeah. uh, just the task of basically climbing up, well, not always climbing up, like trying to defeat these these massive things. Because they usually had, what was it, like a spot on them where you, you'd like stab it or whatever. And yeah, you, yeah, and they all they'd each be, have their own weakness. Yeah, yeah, they'd be like shaking you off and that kind of stuff. So, it's a, yeah, it's a very, very good game. I, I really like that. Um, my uh, so number six, technically, or my honorable mention, is uh, GTA San Andreas. Now, I played this recently on PS4. It's not remastered. It's a PS2 port of uh, of the of the PS2 game. It's very, very good. Um, it's weird how because I've been watching this. Uh, I can't remember the name of the channel. But I've been watching this uh, person on YouTube do these comparisons between Cyberpunk 2077 and other open world games. So like a lot of the GTAs and Red Dead and all these kind of other things. It's really strange how in terms of open world functionality and things that you can do. How Cyberpunk weirdly missed the mark where something as old as GTA San Andreas did better with some of those things. Um, obviously you've got very different eras of games but like in terms of just things you can do in the open world uh, GTA San Andreas did very very well with that Uh, I have a lot of problems with the controls um, like Mm. the the auto aim the way that you take cover sometimes Um, the checkpoint system is quite bad Um, I mean there'll be certain missions where I thought I'd got to a checkpoint like I'd be maybe shooting at somebody and then I'd I'd get on a bike and I'd chase them and maybe I'd accidentally hit something and die and then it would like start you near the beginning. Like the, I just don't feel like the checkpoint system in that game is is all that great. Uh, driving's pretty good. The open world's pretty good. You can do a lot of stuff. Open up a lot of areas and that. Uh, obviously, if you put cheat codes into GTA, you get um, just a bunch of other cool stuff. But yeah, I just had problems with the checkpoint system, the aiming, sometimes the shooting as well. Um, mm. Just wasn't particularly that great. And, and I remember when I did play it like whenever it was previously i felt kind of the same way as what i what i do now 
Um, yeah. Just yeah, it's it, and it's strange because it's a Rockstar game, so you thought that it would have been slightly better in that department. I get it. PS2 was a long time ago, different era, different mm. type, different technology and stuff. But yeah, so um, but it's a good game. It's got a pretty decent story to it as well. Uh, obviously CJ and everything, so it's it's pretty good. It just uh, misses the mark slightly. So. Uh, number five, six, so we'll, we'll go five and then four and then three, two, one, yeah. like each sort of thing. So okay. uh, my number five is Simpsons Hit and Run, which I also uh, recently played some of. I got my GameCube out. I, I'd been watching basically a bunch of Simpsons recently and uh, I thought, hey, I've got Simpsons. I knew I had it in, in my room and stuff and I had a GameCube. So I hooked the GameCube up, uh, had the cool little intro and stuff for the GameCube. It was available on PS2 as well, but I uh, I played it on GameCube. Um the one thing that severely lets this game down is it's extremely repetitive and not like in in one of the worst kinds of ways it's basically just drive drive to this thing do this thing drive to this thing do this thing and it's it, it's good when you get to different chapters and you get to play as a different simpson because you start off i think as homer then you go to i think it's bar and then you obviously go to the other characters later on uh it's great for like recreating the world and stuff like obviously the uh springfield and everything um you can only go into like the simpsons front room which is quite annoying like it's, there's not much you can do in there you can sort of talk to characters a little bit and stuff and you can turn the tv on and, that, and that's about yeah. it so it was a little bit limited with that but um still very fun if you love the simpsons you might like it but uh it's just it, it, if you can get past the repetitiveness of it You'd probably like it even more, but uh, it's it's pretty good. It's probably one of them games. I mean, a lot of these games we're going to list today could probably do with a remaster, such as obviously Shadow of the Colossus that got a remaster, turned out to be very good. Um, mm. And I I can't remember the developer's name, but they have talked before about they had an idea to remaster Simpsons Here and Run, which I think would sell incredibly well. So yeah, got all the nostalgia and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah. yeah, a Simpsons Hit and Run. It's a good game, just way too repetitive. Uh, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is actually me- this is where I was torn. I, I think it's going to be Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater. Um, now, you know, I'm a fan of the Metal Gear Solid franchise as a whole. I love the original. I think when we did the PlayStation One list, I'm pretty certain Metal Gear Solid was in the second spot for me. I yeah, think it was definitely in my list. I really like Metal yeah. Gear One. Um, yeah. You know, great guy. Again, you know, my younger self was just blown away by the real kind of cinematic quality of that game as well. And just, just, yeah. And Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, was good. It was good, but at the same time, I think like a lot of people, I felt a bit cheated that yeah, yeah. it wasn't really a Solid Snake game. You only play Solid Snake for like the first third of the game, and that's it. And it passed over to Raiden. Snake Eater, to me, was the best Metal Gear Solid game of that console. Um, I love the jungle set. I love the fact that it was a prequel playing Big Boss. Um, You know, a lot of the mechanics and so forth as well, I felt were tweaked and improved upon. Um, Just just a great game. And I think I still think one of the best in the franchise. I think the only one that I might prefer to is possibly um now i haven't played the most recent metal gear game but i really did like um what's it called what's the metal gear uh, playstation 3 one called um what was the metal gear solid 4 what was guns of the patriots wasn't Something it like that. there was one called peace walker as well yeah again i haven't played some of the later installments 
mm-hmm. in all honesty. But no, Snake Eater, I thought, I especially love that jungle setting. I love the fact of, uh-huh. you know, the emphasis on stealth and... Uh, yeah, so yeah, that would be that would my, be my fifth spot. But mm. uh, as I said to you, uh, Shadow of the Colossus was kind of jostling for that fifth spot. Mm. I was very torn between these two games, a complete contrast to each other. Yeah. Um. But yes, Snake Eater number five. Mm. Yeah. Part of me still thinks because I've played Metal Gear Solid one most of two before I got really annoyed with it because I just didn't like Raiden at all as a character. And I played Metal Gear Solid 5, which is really good. I still think Metal Gear Solid 1 is probably the best one. Now, I haven't played 3 or 4. I know that they're quite highly regarded and stuff. But Metal Gear Solid 1's just got something special about it. Um, oddly, I played that on... I played that about a year ago, that Metal Gear Solid 1, on the PS Classic, which was very kind of limited. But I put in a uh, PS4 controller adapter, or basically a Bluetooth controller adapter, and you can connect your PS4 controller to it. So instead of playing with the no analog stick thing that they provided you with, uh, you can basically connect your PS4 controller to it. It's not anything like illegal or whatever, it's just an adapter that you can use. Uh, The same one that I've got as well, I can use on my Switch dock, and I can use my same PS4 controller, so it's been quite useful. Um, Yeah, I still really enjoyed Metal Gear Solid 1 quite a lot. Uh, and we can all let's all just forget that Metal Gear Survive happened because <laughs> that was a disaster. Um, do you know much about Metal Gear Su- Metal Gear Survive? No, okay. no, I haven't actually played that. Uh, it, it's basically Metal Gear Solid without Kojima, which is a terrible idea, and it's like a zombie rubbish game. So let's just forget that that one exists. Um, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, my number's five, Simpsons Hit and Run, yours is Metal Gear Solid. Did you say three? I think you said three, didn't you? Yeah, Snakey, uh, yeah, yeah, three. Uh, my number four is going to be 24, the video game. Uh, yes, it, there is one of these out there. You can get it on, I don't know if it's only PlayStation 2, but that's where I played it. Um, Jack Bauer, one of my fav- most favourite characters in fiction, uh, aside from, of course, Buzz and Woody from, uh, from Toy Story. Um who are my my favourites, Jack, I guess would be sort of second or technically third in that case. Um, Again, I I, I mean, when I look at all of these games on my list, um, or like a lot of PS2 games, the one big problem that does stick out is the controls are just kind of stiff with with some of these games. And the, the same thing applies with 24. But it's one of them situations, again, where once you get used to the controls and like the way that auto aim works and the weird way that you can kind of take cover and stuff it's it's fairly good it's it's pretty decent and that the story is fairly good i think it takes place between season two and season three if i remember because chloe's in the story Mm. and she she isn't actually in the first season of 24 she's in i think it's season two or season three so it takes place around around that time um and it's a normal kind of 24 story still does all the signature like clock ticking stuff and and all that sort of thing which is i I mean if you're going to make anything based on 24 you really need to kind of have the real time uh aspect and everything but uh it's a it's a fairly good game the reason i'm putting it above um simpsons is 24 is not as repetitive as that game so uh it's and it's a lot more kind of fun and in terms of like third person shooters which gta san andreas and 24 both are I think it's a better third-person shooter than than GTA San Andreas, only only slightly, but it's uh, still quite good. Um, that was the game I said to because before we started recording. That's the game I said to you that you wouldn't guess is is on my list. Did, were you were you thinking of that one? Or no, I was I was completely wrong. Okay, 
Right. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was completely wrong. I've not actually played the twenty-four game, actually. I'll admit, but um, yeah, I got that one wrong. Hmm. Okay, uh, what's your number four? Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today, I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up koalu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for koalu and the amazon affiliate link if you would like to get the ad free versions of entertainment talks podcast and support us along the way you can simply sign up over on our patreon page you can sign up either as a creator or as a patron there's no difference there for the time being and you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month, so one TV show or film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Hey everybody, before you, uh, just before you go to hear what Barry's number four choice in this list is, I just want to do a quick little bit of housekeeping, let you know other things that we are doing on Entertainment Talk at the moment. Uh, so Ted Lasso came back on Friday, the Apple TV Plus football TV show, uh, for season two, episode one, so I've covered the episode for that. I do explain later on that the, in this podcast, that the feed is now, at least on my end, uh, okay. Uh, you can subscribe to it. The Season 2 premiere podcast is in there, uh, so it should be okay. But if you want to subscribe to that feed, uh, but you can't find it, let me know, and I'll see if I can help with that. Um, did a Season 5 review for Working Mums. It's um, available on CBC in uh, in the US, and it's also available as a box set on Netflix in the UK, which is where I watched the season. But I gave it a must-see rating. Really, really good season of television. Uh, me and David wrapped up our coverage of season two of Breaking Bad with our rewatch podcast this week. Season two, episode thirteen, is the last one for season two. Uh, so you can check that out, and we'll be back at some point for season three. We don't know when yet, but we will be back with uh, another Breaking Bad, uh, more Breaking Bad podcast soon. But that's it at the moment for season two. Uh, on the Disney side of things, Monsters at Work is still continuing. Season four episode, season one, sorry, episode four is the newest episode of that. Uh, gaming talk this week we talked about Tencent, uh, Steam Deck and Netflix is looking into doing uh, video games as well so we discussed a bunch of stuff from that. Analyzing television episode 12 talking about BritBox it's 
use in the UK and outside of the UK and how worth it is to to uh, subscribe to it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, talking about the shows that are on it, the price, all that kind of stuff as well. Just talking about BritBox. Um, did a uh, short story on uh, last week on Sunday. Uh, it's called The Closet. It's a story that you can read. It's not a podcast. Most of what we do here on Entertainment Talk is podcast. But this is a written story. Uh, it's written entirely by myself. And uh, yeah, you can go and read that. There is a podcast with it. But the podcast that's with it is this, me, me discussing how I came up with the story. And just discussing the overall process of making it. But uh, don't listen to the podcast before you read the story because it will spoil it uh so go in there read the story and see if you like it and stuff and whatever and uh so that was good it was called the closet it's a short uh zombie slash horror story so i really enjoyed doing that uh, zoro's extraordinary playlist covered the first episode of season two so season two episode one cw superheroes for superman and lois season one episode one also covered that as well and that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Uh, now you can hear what Barry's fourth choice is. Uh, my number four is Resident Evil 4, mm. which I think is obviously it originally started off on the Nintendo GameCube, then got ported over to the PlayStation 2. I think this is one of the very best in the franchise. Some would actually say the best. I actually know some people that... This is their personal favourite Resident Evil game. Hmm. Um, I think it's great. Clearly, at this point, the franchise was steering action orientated direction, but still, there's enough horror elements there. It, it still manages to be quite creepy. And um, I absolutely love this game, actually. And it was good to see Resident Evil taking a new approach, not using the fixed camera angles, and it went with the over the shoulder approach, which um, I thought was a very welcome addition to the franchise in all honesty uh that was one of my issues as much as i love resident evil and resident evil 2 and that um i was never too keen on the old fixed camera angle the fixed camera setting mm. um yeah. so yeah resident resident evil 4 i thought it was it, it managed to be quite scary yes there's more of an emphasis on action and that um but i think that this was prior to resident evil biohazard i think this is this was the last great resident evil game prior to that i think you're probably right about that yeah because five is terrible six is terrible i didn't like seven i've watched uh Kadikaris play eight on twitch and the story is complete and utter nonsense mm. um and I, I i don't like this new first person thing with with seven and eight i much prefer the third person aspect mm. but that's just that's just me um so yeah i think you're probably right about i mean we say right this is all obviously opinions and stuff um yeah, four probably is one of the one of the last good ones. I mean, my experience of Resident Evil two and three was the remastered version, mm. which which makes me think that two still to me is is the best one. Uh, mm. One I couldn't again. Yeah, the fixed camera angle thing I didn't really like. There is a remastered I think version of uh, Resident Evil one that you can get on on PS4. It was a PS yeah. Plus game at one point. Yeah, uh, it's not... still fixed camera angle. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so. great game though. Mm-hmm. I've not quite fully like jumped into that yet, so mm. I might have to check that one out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I still think two's the the best game, and I included Resident Evil two on my uh, PS one list anyway. So yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so move on to number three. My number three is Bully, so another Rockstar game. Uh, there's also versions of this that are called Canis Canum Edit, which I think is the Xbox three sixty version yeah. of uh, of this game. Um, yeah, surprising how 
enjoyable this game is when you technically are playing as a bully but there's also a character in the story that's kind of rivaling you and bullying you in a way it's 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 kind of strange it's almost like you climb the sort of bully ladder in a in a particular way i mean i remember when i did uh i think a classic reviews episode on this a couple of years ago and i said about like th- there'll be certain elements in this game if you release this game today as like a new obviously if you remastered it that's different but if bully came out today as a new game there'll be so many political questions thrown at this thing <laughs> yeah uh, like yeah. the the way that you the way that you kind of upgrade um through the women i suppose because you start off like only being able to kiss the the chubbier women and then you get to like the the slimmer redhead women and that kind of stuff that would be looked at in a in a particular way uh the fact that you play as a bully technically would be looked at in in a different way so again different kind of era but in terms of its gameplay and stuff uh, i think the gameplay is pretty good actually i think it's better than the three previous games that i've mentioned on this list uh, again that's another one that, that you can play ported to uh, ps4 there's like a there's like a hidden little ps2 classics area on ps4 that you can you can access which oddly playstation doesn't really advertise that much but um you can go and buy a bunch of uh like certain ps2 games on your ps4 uh jack and dexter's another lot of those yeah. games that you can you can do that with as well so that's how that's how i played it which was on the ps4 but the ps2 ported version uh yeah control surprisingly well you get some really cool stuff that you can do eventually the school opens up and you can like get a bike you can get a skateboard you can use that to like traverse the uh, the school itself of course if you skateboard in the wrong areas you'll get told off <laughs> but um yeah but yeah uh, there's things like detention you can do you can like hide in lockers you can put other people in lockers you can there's like a whole combat system and stuff it's uh it's pretty it's pretty good i don't think it's an underrated rockstar game because the most most people that i've seen you know on social media that talk about this really hold it in quite high regard and i kind of would as well but you just don't hear as many people talking about it these days but when i do see conversation about it it's usually like hey rockstar should remaster this game which i i think would be very very good again you'd have the political questions raised but political questions are raised about everything so whatever um but uh in terms of like i suppose a high school simulator sort of game there isn't many that do it as good as that because you can like go to classes and like pass tests and things like that and that's kind of how you get through the game anyway and there's things like spelling tests and uh, like quick time event science sort of games yeah. and things that you can do there's there's quite a lot to it it's it's really good for like for its time as well again it's rockstar so they've got more resources than most other companies so, yeah um what's your uh number three uh my number three is again very torn between two games here actually it would be ratchet and clank 2 locked and loaded or ratchet and clank 3 up your arsenal <laughs> uh i'm a big fan of ratchet and clank it is one without a doubt one of my favorite playstation exclusive franchises uh the first game's great as well i think just the second and third game just improved even more so on mm. the first game um i i think they're great i love the sense of humor i love the characters captain quark um you know a great blend of platforming and action and puzzling and you know traversing going from world to world and i think it's i think it's a pretty damn consistent franchise yeah. as well yeah there's hardly been any duds within that franchise um you know going into the playstation 3 era there was uh, a crack in time which is a great game one of my personal favorites of the franchise uh, I really want the PS5 for the Ratchet and Clank game because it's PlayStation 5 exclusive. Yeah. 
and it does look very impressive. Um, so yeah, the trilogy is kind of annoying because yes, it was on the uh, PlayStation Two, obviously originally, and then on the PlayStation Three they released it as the trilogy. I don't have a PlayStation Three anymore, so I can't play this trilogy. Um, but yeah, Ratchet and Clank, I think it's one of the best gaming trilogies out there. The first three. Um, so yeah, that would definitely, without a doubt, be in my be in my third spot. Mm. Um, I just love the sense of humor and the weapons. You know, the the Groover Trombol, and you get all these kind of unique little weaponry and that. And uh, I just think they're great, fun games. But they're games that are quite easy to pick up, accessible. But there is a level of challenge there too as well. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I love the Ratchet and Clank games uh, from Insomniac, who've now been brought by uh, PlayStation. They're now a first-party studio. Uh, yeah, Rift Apart is the one that you're talking about on the... Uh, on ps5 um i think there's like 10 ratchet and clank games um mm. there there's quite a few on uh, most of them are on ps3 because i think the trilogy is on ps2 and then the rest of them are on ps3 i think uh, you can get a remastered version of the first one on ps4 but then they just went on to uh ratchet and clank on the uh, on ps5 so uh that was on number threes wasn't it uh number yeah. two is prince of persia fantastic okay. game series uh had a trilogy wrapped up really really well uh there's probably not much else you can really do with that story of course i'm talking about the uh, the original trilogy of of prince of persia games but i'm sticking with the first one because there is this weird i can't remember what year it even came out this like animated reboot version that ubisoft did of of uh prince of persia ended on like this mini cliffhanger sort of cliffhanger but you could kind of see where it was going or whatever and then we never ever heard about that reboot again um so i don't know what uh what happened with that there was also a film that was really bad so they did i mean ubisoft are good at doing really bad adaptions film adaptions of their own stuff because the assassin's creed film is uh pretty terrible as well so uh but yeah you got like the rewind time mechanic with the, the sands of time and all that sort of stuff the combat's really good you can do like wall running you can like jump over people's head or like sort of flip over people's heads and stuff and you can like throw them and uh you got obviously these different dagger weapons and stuff which is really cool uh the climbing's pretty good uh, a lot of people speculated and were probably correct that what was going to be put into prince of persia got pretty much transferred over to assassin's creed because uh, mm. obviously they've tried to milk assassin's creed completely dry and now even i've fallen off of the assassin's creed uh games so i, I can see where that comparison definitely comes in and that's probably the case uh even though i mean yeah that probably did happen but they did finish the trilogy like it's not as if prince of persia was left in limbo um they just sort of if they were going to do any more um it pretty much got moved over to assassin's creed so Mm. Um, but all, all three games are very, very good. I struggled to pick which one, but uh, I'm just going to pick the first one. It kind of is a is a special entry. Um, but they they got in some really cool, really cool stuff. And uh, I've just remembered actually, yeah, they are doing a remaster of the first game. But it got the the reception of the trailer for that got received really, really badly because it didn't look very good. So they're sort of they delayed it and they're sort of taking a bit of time to uh, to sort that out, which is good, which is good because you don't want to, we don't want um, you know bad or broken video games. If you've got to delay your game to make it better, then just take the time to do that. So uh, that's number two. Uh, what is your number two? Yeah. Um, now there was there were the two there were two games and I was really struggling which one to put in the top spot, um, second and first place. But I've, I've decided that 
In the second place is going to be God of War 2. Mm. Um, I'm a fan of the God of War franchise. All right, you know, there's not a huge amount in the way of storyline there. They're just goddamn epic. And when I played God of War, the first game in 2005 when it came out, it, it just blew me away. You know, getting to fight the Hydra being the opening boss fight. And I think God of War 2 is a game that very much kind of pushes the PlayStation 2 to its limits in terms of its graphics. I mean, obviously, it's a hack and slash game and all that, quick time events or whatever. But I think it's fun. I just think it's so goddamn fun. And, uh, you know, where else in a video game can you, you know, you take on the Colossus of Rhodes and take on the gods and the monsters taking on the Kraken it's just the boss fights are just epic. And, you know, when you thought that... the Because I know that God of War 2 was originally planned for the PlayStation 3. And they actually said, you know what? I think we've got enough hardware, powerful enough hardware to get this on the PlayStation 2. So God of War 2 was actually one of the last games to come out on the PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm glad it did. I, I think that it's actually an improvement on the first game. I think the first game's great and that. Um, but I've always been a fan of this because I'm a huge fan of Greek mythology, actually. I love the old films like Jason and the Argonauts, Clash of the Titans, and that, seeing these gods and these monsters. And that's what God of War gave us. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing a badass is crazy. All right, there's no character development around the film <laughs> and the first games. But, it, it, you know, it was it was all about the action. It was all about the uh, the big epic boss fights, and uh, yeah, it's my uh, it's my second pick. Cool, cool. Yeah, I I just in terms of God of War, God of War for me, I just prefer the style of the the new games in the direction that they're going. The sort of over the over uh, third person over the shoulder type thing and it's not yeah. like hack and slash and that sort of stuff i still have respect for the the original games and obviously they were their particular thing but just i've never quite been into hack and slash games anyway um mm. i i have tried a couple of the god of war games i remember i won on psp which i quite enjoyed actually um obviously i was a bit younger at that time but uh, no i just prefer the direction of uh of the new game speaking of the new game as well i've i remember a lot of people when that came out in 2018 uh, which to me i would say is a revival it's not a reboot it's not a remake it's not a remaster it's a revival of the series uh it'd be great if we could get like think of like wonder woman and if you put her like made a game in that style with with her i think that would be pretty cool so cuz you've got all the shield mechanics you've got the sword mechanics and that kind of stuff so i think that would work pretty good Obviously, Warner Brothers would have to probably work with Sony, and uh, yeah. So, anyway, um, but uh, yeah, my number one then is uh, Ratchet and Clank, the first game. Um, yeah, I, I mean, all, all the I think the trilogy is pretty good. I'd never, I'd never really knew much or found out much about the other games like post that, but um, they're all quite special. All, all the three kind of original games, and obviously, hopefully, we'll both play the uh, the newest one when we can get a PS5 uh whenever that's going to be but uh, it's a special game to me in terms of like platformers for me it's always been Ratchet is my action platformer character and Crash Bandicoot is my platformer character uh I've got a level of respect for Mario I like a couple of the Mario games uh there's obviously a dozen uh PlayStation sort of mascot platformer characters you've got Jack and Dexter you've got Sly Cooper You've got uh, even people like Gex and and Croc and all those sorts of characters, but Crash and Ratchet were the two that sort of stuck out to me. Uh, of course, Ratchet, uh, Ratchet and Clank are still under the uh, roof of PlayStation with Insomniac, 
and uh, Crash is under the roof of Activision with uh, with Crash. So and Spyro's over there as well. So, um, but no, I think the the first game's great. Uh, I remember playing some of it on PS2 when I was younger, and then obviously played it properly on uh, on PS4 with the remaster. So, I'm I'm curious to see. Because now that we've kind of got a new canon for the story, I, I don't know how important like the story is all the way through. But given that you've got nine games, and some of them are on PS2, some of them are on PS3, and one of them's on PS4, it's a little bit spread out all over the place. Because I'd like to still experience like the second and third games again and see kind of what they had to offer. But I suppose just the new that that I suppose the PS5 games almost the revival of of like the same thing of like what god of war did like there's some established canon there that's going to be taken through to that but um yeah anyway so ratchet and clank yeah i think it's the best uh game on the on the playstation 2 so uh what is your number one choice uh i'm gonna let you guess do you have any idea what my number one could be i think it's a silent hill game (laughs) (laughs) silent hill 2 yeah, Silent Hill 2, which I still think is the best in the franchise, in my opinion. Um, you know, I'm a survival horror game fan. This is, without a doubt, still one of my favourite survival horror games of all time from a narrative perspective. Sure, you know, it has issues and whatever, you know, and, and again, with kind of controls or a little clunky and whatever. But this game is all about that goddamn storyline. You know, the storyline is is great and... You know, I'm a huge fan of psychological horror, as you know, and that's what I like about the Silent Hill franchise is there's a very much kind of an emphasis on this very kind of like disturbing imagery on psychological horror. And, uh, you know, I like Resident Evil, but I'm actually a bigger Silent Hill fan. Mm. And, uh, yeah, this game was just creepy. Um, You know, it was atmospheric. It had, uh, I won't go into spoilers, but... You know, quite the ending, quite the twist that you really didn't see coming as well. And to me, it was just just a great... I'd love to see it remade. I mean, obviously, we know that... Yes, Konami, we would like to see you do something with this franchise. I think anyone that's a Silent Hill fan knows that we'd like to see Silent Hill make some kind of a comeback. You know, Mm. and obviously, PTS was the plan for that, but we know what happened there. Um, yeah, so Silent Hill 2 is probably my favourite PlayStation 2 game. I will never forget playing it for the first time. It, it just creeps me the hell out. Um, and that that's what I like, is that it wasn't a game like Resident Evil. This is taking nothing away from Resident Evil. With Silent Hill, there's not an emphasis on kind of jump scares. It's more, it just manages to kind of get under your skin with the atmosphere mm-hmm. and you know yeah. seeing pyramid head, pyramid head for the very first time in the game as well it was like it was a real wtf moment mm-hmm. and then kind of zombified nurses and all that and you know it's really about uh grief and uh yeah i think it's a great game um you know i, I like the first one i think i can't remember if the first one was in my top five on the playstation one i feel like it was um probably was yeah yeah because silent hill was a good game but silent hill 2 was a a big improvement um and i I do like the franchise as a whole admittedly it kind of lost its way with later installments it wasn't quite the same um but yes silent hill 2 uh i think definitely but god of war wasn't too far behind because i will admit guilty pleasure and all whatever Mm -hmm. i am quite a fan of hack and slash games if they are done right 
Um, I like the Devil May Cry series as well. And I'll be honest, Devil May Cry 3 was kind of not far off getting in the top five. Hmm. Interesting. I do like that franchise as a whole. Yeah, yeah. It just, whenever somebody brings up, like, Metal Gear or Silent Hill, it just makes me sigh. Not because of the franchises, but because who owns the franchises. And the fact that they're just so... Uh, I don't even know what word to use. They're just so blind to the demand at the moment. Mm. Um, the main problem with Metal Gear and bringing that back is, to me, you can't do that without Kojima. Because we already saw it happen with Metal Gear Survive, and it was terrible. Um... I mean, the only... Because I'm not really into, like, Silent Hill and that kind of stuff. Like, for, for me, when it comes to horror and stuff, I'm more into the sort of survival things with the, either monsters or zombies. That's why I sort of chose uh, some of the Resident Evil games. Like, I, I just prefer re- the Resident Evil stuff over the Silent Hill. Because uh, all that sort of, like, psychological horror and stuff and, like, the lines between reality and what's real it's just never kind of been my thing. Um, and I've just never really kind of got on with that. But... <clears throat> The only time I've ever actually taken interest, unfortunately, in Silent Hill was with PT, just because it looked so curious and so sort of interesting. But technically, it doesn't really exist anymore because you can't go and get it on the PlayStation Store. You haven't been able to for years at this point. Yeah. Uh, you can't get it on um, the PlayStation Store. You can't buy it or download it for free. Uh, the only way you can play it is if you play it on a PlayStation 4 that's got it already installed on it. So it's it's just a big shame and... It got me thinking this week. I mean, I'll talk about this on Tuesday when we do the uh, game. When I do the gaming podcast with Robert, uh, when we heard about Dead Space this week, and obviously you'd posted about it on Facebook, and I sort of put a comment in, and it just made me think like, okay, if because EA aren't the greatest company either, like they've they've made some mistakes, mm. and obviously they can be a bit greedy with certain things and that. But if they're willing to bring back or try to bring back Dead Space with obviously a different studio, because Visceral, I think it was Visceral, has uh, has closed down. If they can do that and please fans, I mean, you're clearly a big fan of Dead Space and you're very happy about that news. Yeah. Uh, and I've like, I'm kind of like slightly unfamiliar with it. I mean, I've played a bit of Dead Space and stuff, but the remaster is going to be like my entry point for that. Uh, it just makes me think like, why can't you just, because in terms of remastering the old Metal Gear and Silent Hill games, okay, you don't need Kojima to do that because you've already got the content there. You just need to have somebody come in and do a good job with remastering. So they could easily do that. Like those, there's a bunch of games there that are just ripe for a remaster. Not necessarily with Metal Gear Solid Five. Obviously, as a PS4 game, you could kind of include that in a collection. But because, um, like, in case some of you are wondering, like, okay, how does Konami sort of survive at the moment? They've got a thing called pachinko machines, which is basically like gambling or pinball machines or whatever that are in casinos that are themed with Metal Gear Solid and Silent Hill like themes and that. And that's how they make. A lot of money plus they've got pairs as well so yeah it mm. just it just is really disappointing because i i mean like i said i don't particularly care for silent hill and stuff i mean i'm happy for people that, that do in that but i do like metal gear i do kind of care about it obviously i should play probably like three and four as well but um it just disappoints me so much to see how that situation has has kind of turned out so um because in case some of you are wondering like hey we got a dead space remaster why can't we get uh, Silent Hill or Metal Gear Remaster, it will literally it literally can't happen unless Konami say yes. Because whether it's Konami licensing that out, whether it's Konami selling the IP, or Konami doing it themselves, they still have to be the ones that say yes. Because there's been a lot of talk, and I know I'm kind of going on a tangent, or whatever, but there's been a lot of talk over the last the last few years of like, oh maybe can uh, Kojima could make could go and make a Metal Gear game 
no, he can't do that because he doesn't have the license for that. Um, like he has his own studio, he's got Kojima Productions, but um, he is not allowed to do that because Konami is the one that owns the IP. So uh, it's a bit of a sad situation. But anyway, so uh, that's uh, a- any thoughts on that like situation? And everything? It's just a. Uh... I don't know. It is frustrating. Well, yeah. it is frustrating because you know both Silent Hill, Metal Gear, they have fan bases. You mm. know, there's ardent fans out there yeah. and that. And I would love nothing more than to see um, another Silent Hill game, whether it's a continuation or a remake or whatever. Um, but I'm glad Dead Space is coming back. Yeah, I good. am because Dead Space is a great survival horror game. Um, I, I like the trilogy as a whole. I thought Dead Space Two was great. Third one, not so much. Good, but not as good. Okay. Um, but it is, yeah, it's it's frustrating and that because there's there's so much that can be built upon. There's so many more things that can be done with that franchise and that. And uh, yeah, I mean, how many years has it been? The last one wasn't it like two thousand eight? I think the, the last the... time we had a Silent Hill game. Something like that. I mean, PT for. Silent Hill was 2015, I want to say. That's when the demo came out and they said, like, yeah. hey, it's in development. And then it got cancelled, like, a month later. So, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I never I never played it. I've seen the demo, you know. I've yeah. been on YouTube yeah. and that, and I've actually watched it and that. And that's what got me excited because, you know, it was going back to, like, the roots of Silent Hill. It looked creepy as hell. One of the scariest-looking games I think I've ever seen. Mm. Um, but, yeah, you know... We can only live in hope. But, uh, yeah, so at least Dead Space is coming back. I just wish Silent Hill would get some kind of a treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's. I mean, because we're on the subject of, obviously, PlayStation, it's just a big part of PlayStation's history as well, both these both these franchises. So, yeah. um, that is our list uh, for top five best PlayStation 2 games with with some honourable mentions. Uh, let us know what you think of our list and what your favourite or sorry, the best games are on the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 1 as well because we've done those two lists. Uh, you can send that stuff in. Uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org. That's the email. Uh, Twitter, etalkuk. There's contact page and there's also information in your show notes. Uh, I haven't read it, wrote it in the uh, draft notes yet, but I will try to remember to put a link to our PlayStation 1 podcast. So if you want more discussion from myself and Barry on basically the best PlayStation games on specific platforms, uh, you can listen to that one as well. So that should be quite fun to do when we... Uh, yeah, when we maybe do, hopefully do the, because uh, PS3 would be next, of course. I don't intend to do, like, best PSP or best PS Vita games or anything. I think just sticking to PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4 is uh, is the better idea. So, um, yeah, so we'll try to do our PS3 list soon. Uh, I think most people know what my number one is going to be, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do the list anyway. So, um yeah, in terms of the play, I mean, we've got to do the PlayStation 3 one next. In terms of the PlayStation 4 one, it's a bit strange because there's still PlayStation 4 games coming out now. So yeah, um, yeah. But we'll we'll leave that for uh, for another time. So, uh, so you do you agree with that? Like, kind of leave the handhelds off of this and just stick yeah. To I mean, stuff? I I never actually had a PSV to. I mean, I had a PSP. I had a PSP for a little while, but in all honesty, I didn't really have that many games for mm. it. So I don't think I could really give any kind of an accurate list. I didn't play enough games on it, in all fairness. Yeah. All right, there we go. Uh, thanks, everybody, very much for listening. If you want to find other content that we've got, there's plenty of it. Uh, TV, video games, films, 
and Manchester United podcast. Football comes back properly next month. I know there's pre-season and stuff at the moment, but it's only pre-season. So, um, yes, check out all that, entertainmenttalk.org, and you can also find us on podcast platforms as well by searching for Entertainment Talk. Just a little update on that, by the way. Uh, I know I said there was some issues with the Ted Lasso podcast. That seems to be sorted out now because uh, I found the Ted Lasso podcast on uh uh, podcast services and things and i've subscribed to it myself so that's for the new apple tv plus uh ted lasso series and of course the monsters at work one is already running fine and everything so uh look out for those um if you like to support entertainment talk on the podcast there's a few different options for you you can either just let people know about what we do and where they can find things so either by telling them or sharing links around you know social media and that kind of stuff so uh word of mouth is uh, very very helpful if you want to share them in different groups or, or whatever the case may be uh, you can feel free to do that as well. Um, Patreon, there's the $1, $3 level tiers for ad-free podcast and review options. Uh, Barry, where can people find you? You've got a horror uh, YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I'm on YouTube, uh, Spotify as well, but I mainly use YouTube. Uh, my channel's called Talk and Stalk. It's completely devoted to horror. Uh, it's been going about must be about 10 10 and a half months now about a year um, or so, so yeah. yeah completely devoted to horror uh reviews rankings i pretty much try to cover all subgenres and decades i'm a huge film buff as you know and horror without a doubt i'm into pretty much films of all genres but horror without a doubt is my favorite genre and uh yeah i've got over a i think there's over a hundred podcasts on there now i think roughly i don't know i'm losing Probably. track yeah um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, if anyone's interested, it's Talk and Stalk, um, and it's on YouTube. Cool. There you go. Yeah. I think I've done, like, 1,500 and something podcasts. Not that it's You're a competition, doing, but no, I've been, doing, doing, I've been, doing, it, I've been doing it longer than you, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Um, but, yeah, find that on YouTube, Talk and Stalk, for that, and on Spotify as well, if you'd like to find it on there. Um, David, of course, for your TV and film news, you can find him over on Geek Town and geektown.co.uk and Geek Town Radio. Geek Town Radio posts on Tuesdays. That's basically a weekly TV and film news podcast for that. Uh, there was some Walking Dead stuff that came out yesterday, some trailers and stuff. Uh, I've only seen one of the trailers, but of course, we'll be back with all things Walking Dead August, October ish as well because the seasons are all coming sort of coming back in the next couple of months so look out for that it's going to be a big thing as well um so for that uh for geek, so geek town for all that uh bex is still streaming daily pretty much over on twitch trista bytes trista b-y-t-e-s she's doing some charity stuff this weekend as well so if you find her on twitter i think it's trista bytes on twitter you can find all the links to she's doing some stuff for the uh, samaritans again which is really really good uh of her to do and uh, you can find all of the work that she does. It just, just search for Trista Bytes, you'll probably find all of it. So there you go. If you want to find me on Twitch streaming various different video games, you can search for that eTalk UK on Twitch. You can watch me play video games live. And if you miss the archive streams, you can find them later on YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays, which I did update yesterday, so you can check out all those as well. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>